Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, you are joining us for the very first episode of Ready Player 2. This afternoon I have got with me Ross Bell, or Producer Ross, if you will. Um, Hello. We've got Richard, or Zebwen. Or Newbie 5, I go into loads of names, you alright? <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Ciro, or Ciro Blade. Hey, how are you doing? Okay, and for the first episode, we are going to talk about video games. <laughs> oh, you told me we were talking about chickens. Yeah, you sprung this on us, Lewis. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've got all my chicken facts all laid out. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't introduce myself. I'm Lewis, or I, Lewis, I can <laughs> Wow, this is so well planned. <laughs> Well, you say that. We spent quite a lot of time planning it. It's the execution that's gone you, on. You on. spent quite a lot of time planning it. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, What's our first segment then, Lewis? Uh, introductions um, uh, and gaming history. So uh, my, I originally started off with a NES, moved on to PS1, uh, Game Boy Color, not really a real console <laughs> obviously uh i got the classic xbox which was probably my first um proper console when i first started getting into gaming properly actually finishing games yeah um the massive black thing with the orange x uh, the green x on top yeah basically the monster um, console that was the x block <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good uh, for your health as well, because you could bench press it. <laughs> I wasn't brave enough to do that. No, me neither. I didn't want it to land on my face. Um, yeah, then I upgraded that to the 360. Um, and just recently, I've moved over into uh, PC gaming. And I recently bought a PS3 that I think I've switched on maybe three times in the three months <laughs> I've owned it. Just to make sure it still works. Yeah. Just to install <laughs> updates for it. Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Switch it on, install updates, and then turn it back off again because uh, I'm sick and tired of installing updates. Why so. did you buy it? Um, <laughs> Needed the good paperwork. <laughs> Actually, I've been I... tempted. I've been tempted a couple of times to get a PS3, and then I sober up. <laughs> well, you say that the day yep. after my my work's Christmas party, I was very very drunk. Or right. <laughs> okay, well. As all stories start, <laughs> and yeah. I just just decided that I needed a PS3. As you do. Actually, that's better than what I did. I've got two children. So you skipped, <laughs> so was... you skipped the kebab and went straight for PS3. Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. So I went out and bought a PS3. I bought PSN Plus, and um, well, you, yeah, you don't do things by halves, do you? 
No. No. When he fucks up, he goes the whole <laughs> way. Well, no, because I could have bought a PS Vita as well, which I very nearly did at the same time. <laughs> uh, and then I thought, no, 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 don't be stupid. Just go for the go for the PS3. Just one thing I'm not going to use is going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, I've been tempted. I've been tempted to get one a couple of times because of the way that they play media. I hate playing media through. I, I use it. I used it for a long time, but I hate playing media through my Xbox. And I was tempted for ages to get a PS3, but in the end, I got a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> using that instead. Not not like an actual. Not like we custard on it. Just a little circuit board. I'll explain about it later. I'll be fine. <laughs> it still sounds preferable to a Wii. <laughs> so uh, <an> enema. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Ross, do you want to just give us a quick rundown of your, what you what you've got, where you came from? Yeah. Sure. Um, the first console I remember having was the uh, the Master System with the uh, inbuilt Alex the Kid. Yeah. Uh, amazing game. I actually that was that was a great idea because parents never remembered to buy the kids for the game. Okay. <laughs> You don't buy kids the games, you get the, you get the game for the kid. Yeah, get, just get a console, it just sits there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. Kids sold separately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've all had it one Christmas where your grandma or somebody who's not really paying attention buys you a, uh, a game for entirely the wrong console. <laughs> you still smile, you still smile, and you go, oh, thanks, it's exactly what I wanted. Don't read the bo- and they just hope that they've still got the receipt. Well, that happened to me one Christmas. My parents bought me, my next console was Super Nintendo. Um, they gave me that as the, like, the big main present, and then they hid a copy of um, Super Mario Kart from me till like later in the afternoon. So I just thought I had a console with nothing to do on it. <laughs> That's just cool. I know those fuckers. I know they're evil, but uh, to a kid at Christmas, Jesus. I spent literally the rest of that Christmas holiday playing Super Mario Kart, never getting off it. <laughs> so they probably were right not to give it to me straight away, really. Oh, back when Nintendo were good. <laughs> remember them days. But yeah, from Nintendo, I went to the uh, PlayStation 1 and the PS2. Um, had my PS2 for a, a long, long time. Went through all the incarnations of it, even right down to the Slim. And then uh, got a 360. Been 360 ever since. I've had a PS3 and a Wii at various times, but they've since departed my house. <laughs> Through the window, <laughs> but the Wii almost did, yeah. Just yeah, since this move, too much bitch. waggle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to waggle playing games. I've got a Kinect, and it's used literally to control Netflix. Yeah, exactly. If I'm going to waggle during a game, I'm just going to do it. You don't need you don't need to sense it. Yeah, I waggle playing Pro Evo on the Xbox. It's all good. <laughs> I don't need to be told to waggle. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to bloody waggle. waggle like nobody's watching. <laughs> Xbox is. <laughs> yeah, Xbox always is. But yeah, that's uh, that's my game in history. Cool. And uh, Zero, what about your, your good self? Uh, I'm, I'm going to start feeling old. I actually started back in 1986 with the ZX Spectrum 1828. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember, my dad, I just remembered the rubber keyboards more than anything else and playing the really crappy games and... Well, I say crappy games, but yeah, one, of the, say, best, crappy. one of the best games was actually like Treasure Island Dizzy and stuff like that. So yes. I, I take that back. You know, I played some really fun games that mm. were just way above my sort of gaming level back then. <laughs> Probably less than is now. <laughs> but so I went from that, I went to the Master Systems, I went from that to the Saturns and the Segas, the Dreamcasts. Uh, 
I stayed with the Sega side. My friends went in the SNES side, so we always traded the consoles every other month or so. Oh, nice. You know, you, know, you always had that one friend, like, I'll swap you my Mega Drive for your SNES. Yeah. And he always had better games, so... I feel kids yeah. are missing out these days. Yeah. So I remember doing that up to the PlayStation Dreamcasts, um, all the iterations of the Playstations, up until the third one, which I actually went to Japan for launch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm that sad. Dedication. Re- <laughs> yep, I am that sad, and I do regret that. <laughs> that sounds Japan, pretty though. cool, though. It, it was really fun, but you know, it's like we've 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 wrecked on sort of the Nintendo and PlayStation, and there's a few good games on PlayStation. We'll always admit. Um, and up until today, I'm mostly Xbox and PC, but I do or have, as of this week, started playing the Wii U. Finally. <laughs> wow. So you're the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm that on sale that's, that's showing <laughs> so up. Have you got Zombie U? I do indeed, but I bought it for Zombie U, being a huge zombie whore. Yeah. But I'm playing it for Monster Hunter. Oh, okay. Yeah, that looks pretty good. So I'm sure we'll drop back and talk about that soon. But that's mm. pretty much me. It's like almost everything I can cram into <laughs> small spaces. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing your own time's up to you, Zero? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not so much Richard Gear, but, you know, the basics. <laughs> uh, right, and what about you, Richard? Uh, you call me Rich. My Rich. mum calls me Richard. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> You're in trouble. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly, or that twat. I mean, I've been, I'll answer to quite a few names. I started with a Dragon 32. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. Literally never That's going that. back. That is really going back. My dad owned a Dragon 32. And he was dead keen on me getting into computers, and he was like, "Yeah, have a go at this. What the fuck is going on here?" Um, it was so it was mostly tapes, but it had consoles. I believe it was the first. Uh, I think it was the first cartridge loading console. Yeah, I, I, might, right. I might be wrong there, but I think it was. It had it was a keyboard. It's like a, an Atari style thing. It was a keyboard, but it had a uh, it had joysticks with it as well. Just and it was brilliant. Google images for it. There's- Lots of green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of that. So it was, it was great. It was absolutely brilliant. Mostly, I cut my teeth on adventure games. You know, like text-based adventure games. Go north, go south, shit yourself as a snake, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So got got well into that. Me and my dad used to draw charts and all maps and everything. We were well geeky. Right. Um, and then I had a Spectrum that I bought at a car boot sale. And then I got a NES, which I absolutely loved. Um, a SNES after that I had a Mega Drive at one point I don't know where I got that from um, which was was great as well um, and then my parents bought me a PC and then I was all PC all PC all the time any game I could get for the PC SimCity all of that stuff I loved it it was completely different to all the console games and I got really into it So, but I've got an Xbox um, I had a Wii I got rid of it um, I mostly play PC games now, but I do dip into Xbox for the exclusives every now and again. What, what kind of uh, PC games? Everything, really. Yeah. Quite, quite eclectic. N- not so much sports. I do like to play a sport game every now and again, a bit of football when the, when the lads are over. Mm. But it's, it's just kind of like, well, I like zombie games. If it's got zombies in it, <laughs> I'm pretty much there. Yeah. Yeah, action games, modern warfare, first-person shoot, person shooters, MMOs. I oh yeah, I didn't say anything about that. MMOs. I've been all over MMOs. <laughs> that was it. Being a PC gamer, I think a lot of console gamers didn't have any idea what MMOs were for ages. And uh, and I was on the earlier ones, so Ultima and EverQuest, and then Ragnarok Online, Lineage Two, 
Uh, and then WoW came out and kind of ruined it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's the big um, one everyone knows. Isn't it? I, I didn't play WoW for ages simply because I was angry at it. And then eventually, <laughs> eventually I was just like, oh, everybody's going on about it. And I did probably what a lot of old, older MMO players did. And they started playing it and went, oh, this is bollocks, this isn't it? Um, <laughs> and then I went back to it about a year later and thought, oh, it's not that bad, actually. After they'd made it, because it was way too simplified when it first came out. And then eventually they kind of added more complexity to it yeah and then i got hooked by the time lich king came out that was it i was all over it and i was raiding <laughs> and all kinds of stuff i've heard stories of people that just literally that'll be their entire day they'll get up and they'll play oh yeah all I day long. yeah i knew people that did that <sighs> God. so how do you feel about guild wars 2 then do you know what i haven't played it and it's i should have because i loved guild wars the first one i absolutely loved it but i've uh, a couple of my mates have been on it i've got to be honest it's too expensive I know really? there's no yeah, I know there's no uh there's no monthly fee. But for a game that doesn't have a free trial, I get really put off by mm. MMOs that don't have free trials. Most yeah, games, even on Xbox Live, have got demos. Yeah. But if you don't yeah. have a free trial to an MMO, uh, because so many MMOs get released way too early, that just says to me, this game wasn't ready. If you're not if you're not willing to show off what you've got for a three-day free trial or something, that just says to me you're not yet sure that it's going to hook people. Yeah. That's so I tend so, to steer. So clear. about the new one, Neverwinter. Honestly, I've not. I've been kind of bad with it recently, simply because I started playing Minecraft again, ah. <laughs> and then that's it. That's your life gone. That's, I see in blocks now. <laughs> I see the world in a series of blocks that can be manipulated. <laughs> So I've, been, uh, I've not, not been getting into many MMOs. I, I played WoW for so long and got so into it and lost so many hours doing it. And then at the end of it, kind of came out thinking, well, that was all right, but <laughs> what did I really get out of it? Yeah. So now I tend to flip between games. Minecraft's the kind of mainstay at the moment, but I'm playing quite a few others as well. Oh, cool. Cool. Well, we'll, uh, we'll come on to that in a, in a, in a little while. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think... I think that quite nicely sums sums everything up. Yes. Um, Get a feel for us all there. None of us yeah. like that, basically. Yeah, we're all geeks. <laughs> Very much so. That's the, that's the takeaway from that, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we all like zombies and we all like games. Yeah. And I'm going to take a punt. We probably all like boobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was one. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, right, so I think probably good time to move on to the news. Uh, the the Bioware team behind Mass Effect, uh, they're saying they're working on a new game. Um, oh yeah, they, they're not. There's not much about it at the minute, but they're saying it'd be a brand new universe um, of the scale of uh, Mass Effect. Sci-fi. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's in the same sort of realm as Mass Effect was as well. But so it's going to be Mass Effect Four. Yeah, but with new people. Yeah, right, and a okay. new universe, and nothing from Mass Effect. No, but I'm uh, <laughs> very excited for that. I'm kind of excited. I just hope they finish this one. They're like they they give it a proper ending, because the ending to Mass Effect Three was bollocks. Let's face it, it was bollocks. <laughs> you had a series, you had a series of bollocks choices. Yeah, and it went right. Pretty much, what's going to happen at the end? Of, I don't want to give anything away, but it's bollocks. Yeah, it's been a long time. All right, fine. You die. <laughs> That's dude. Fucking, you're going to die. Yeah. Play the game. You'll love it. Play all three, and at the end of it, you get a series of bollocks choices, and you're not going to like any of them. Yeah, there did seem to be <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Agree, really. <laughs> it's just it was so disappointing. I've never seen a game 
uh, well, a group of fans of a game get so furious about an ending that I wasn't angry. I was just, I was just disappointed. No, I was, I was disappointed. <laughs> that's that's basically it. I was disappointed. That's not. See, I was actually halfway through that game when all the hee haw kicked up about the ending. I was like, ah, shit. I mean, the last <laughs> couple of missions here, it's like. I'm going to avoid playing the end of this. Yeah, I'm happy at the moment. Yeah, so yeah it's like shatter my my hopes and dreams. I'm just going to stop here. <laughs> That's actually what I did. Oh, really? So t- have you, so have you not gone to back me, to it? Mass Effect 3 is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good Mass game. Mass Effect 3 is a good game because I didn't finish it. <laughs> Pretty much. I never got You might be the only one that can say that. It was a good game. They were all really good games. And I've got I've got high hopes if they are working on something else. But it was just disappointing. I think the, the whoever was writing the story for it was shooting for the Oscar or something. Mm. It, yeah, it's it very Hollywood. It yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we're, we're going to make a shit film, but we're going to kill the guy off at the end, so the critics are going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's... Uh, hopefully they've learned from their mistakes on what they're working on now. Yeah. Just in case they're listening, don't make it bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a guideline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, has anyone seen the news for Saints Row 4? No, I heard this came uh, out this week, but I, don't, I haven't seen anything on it. Yeah, it's going to be released on um, August the 20th, I believe. Yeah. Which seems quite quick, because the new one, the last one wasn't out that long ago. How have I not seen anything about this, if it's going to be released that soon? I think all the info's just literally come out this week, but it, I don't. I love the series, but I think they may have gone too far this time. In the new yeah. one, you play as uh, the leader of the Saints, obviously, but somehow you're also the president of the United States of America. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> um, and See, it never made any sense. It doesn't have to make any sense. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, to add to that, you have superpowers as well. You can fly. You're, um, you're basically you, Neo. You have superpowers. Yeah, you're Neo, basically. You remember the... I don't know if you played number three, but when you go into the... Uh, they call it the Dominatrix... Um, right. levels where you kind of it's a bit Tron it's a bit uh, oh I've not done those Matrix bit yeah you kind of the whole what you see the world like that uh, yeah you can fly you can uh, leap talk the buildings in a single bound so they've, they've got more prototype style yeah it sounds like um, crackdown prototype yeah mixed. that kind of thing yeah. well to be honest everybody's done there's plenty of GTA style games now yeah, yeah. and no, we don't want storyline I don't want storyline I don't want storyline in those games. I want to run over grandmas and stuff. <laughs> beat up beat up hookers. That's why I, I never play them for all that long. But GTA 4 was exactly not what I wanted from GTA 4. And yeah. I, 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 probably a lot of people are going to disagree that. But I wasn't... I just... I didn't care. Yeah, your cousin wants to go bowling. Fuck off. Do it on your own. <laughs> yeah, there was I the point. I don't care. Yeah. I just wanted to get more of my game. I don't exactly. Yeah, exactly. I... To be honest, I just found GTA 4 took itself way, way too it seriously. Did. It did. And then Saints Row came along, and it was just like, look at us, look at us. Yeah. We dress in pink and you know, like flail things around. Yeah, purple like, dildos is a weapon. Exactly. <laughs> we will shoot octopuses at your head. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like those massive bobbleheads as well. It clearly didn't take itself seriously. And I don't know whether that was a bit of a defense mechanism when it first came out, mm. because yeah. they were worried that nobody would take it seriously because of GTA. But yeah, it, worked, it, it worked in its favor. Yeah. But the, the, on the flip side of that, I mean, how how far can they take that to before people go? Well, actually, this is just batshit mental for the sake of being batshit mental. Yeah, uh, it's it, okay, it's, isn't it? 
Yeah. I've not got a problem with it. I don't play these games for the storyline. No, if you, no want, if you want story, you wait for GTA 5. Yeah. 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 And some poor Polish prick will be doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got one more piece of news. It's not... It's kind of... Uh, it's more tech-related than anything. Um, the Pentagon have uh, dumped BlackBerry in favour for iOS devices. I don't know if anyone's well, seen this. Uh, they've, they've placed an order for 650,000 iOS devices to replace their ageing BlackBerry phones. Wow. Ooh. Out of the frying pan into the shit. <laughs> <laughs> they've ordered uh, 210,000 iPhones, 200,000 iPods, which just seems irrelevant, really, when you've got the iPhones. iPods? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck hundred... are they doing with them? It's the Pentagon. They're obviously still a little behind the times. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what are they doing with them? I don't know. If you're getting the iPhones, why not? Just They've got the iPod inside them. I'm going to take understand... a wild stab in the dark here, listening to music with them. But why do they need it? Is it... I'm just thinking, well, I think Pentagon, I think espionage, I think, you know, government facility. <laughs> I don't think Alicia Keys. Maybe they're downloading, <laughs> preparing for our podcast. Oh, yeah, exactly. it could be. It could be. <laughs> But yeah, I just thought that was quite interesting that they've dumped, they've finished with BlackBerry just like weeks. Is it a week before the new BlackBerry launch? Yeah, BlackBerry 10, isn't it? Yeah, Z10. Yeah. Z10. Yeah, I've used one. They're great. Yeah. So that's a bit uh, of a horrible. kick in the balls for them. You didn't like it? No. I I used one a couple of weeks ago and it was just a horrible device. Really? Yeah, I don't like all this arsing about with the bezel and... <laughs> I don't mind that, only because I didn't know, when I went to use it, I, hadn't, I, I knew that there was bezel things going on, but I, hadn't, yeah. I didn't know what the commands were. And I just felt it natural to kind of swipe up or swipe sideways to get the things to do, to do what it wanted. It just kind of felt what I was trying to do anyway, and it did it. Yeah, fair enough. But I've had a load of Blackberries, and when they started doing touchscreen ones, they, uh, they really went downhill. Mm. The Bold 9700 was a good phone. I mean, it had the BlackBerry software on it, let's face it, so it wasn't great, but <laughs> it was, as a phone, it was a good handset. Yeah, cool. uh, that's on my news. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, just a couple of bits from me. Um, DuckTales remastered yes. the HD remake of the classic DuckTales game uh, is penned to be out in the summer. Can't wait for this. That no, re- remake? Yeah, well, not a remake. It is literally the same story, but in, uh, in HD. Yeah, DuckTales Remastered, it's called. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be on um, the Xbox Live Arcade, and, well, it's going to be across all the platforms, basically, but I think yeah. it's going to be a download rather than, um, yeah, it's rather a, full than release. a It's a tough release. full release, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be playing that one for sure. Some of the screenshots that have been released for it look amazing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there's um, a screenshot uh, comparing the original to comparing the um, the remastered. And mm. they just it looks absolutely superb. So, yeah, yeah definitely one to look out for. Um, not really news now because everyone's... Uh, everyone's been talking about it already but yeah there's the uh, Assassin's Creed 4 which I am quite looking forward to but Black Flag yeah Black Flag based in the pirate ye olde pirate times um, so this is a whole a whole new guess this is an expansion for the third one this is a whole new game no, no this new- is, yeah 
whole new game, new main character who's the what is it? Is his grandfather of, or the father of the one of the, Yeah, I think it's the grandfather, who, isn't it? I read. He's the grandfather of Connor. Um, he's no, no, it's uh, the other Kenway. Yeah, he's the grandfather of Connor. He's um, Edward Kenway, so he'll be Haytham's dad. That's the one. Yeah. I haven't finished um, three yet, so I don't know what happens at the end of it. I've been purposefully avoiding it, but are they not? I don't know. For me, I the, the storyline in Assassin's Creed One was brilliant. Yeah, and you got to the end when you had that little bit at the end where you could use your eagle vision to look around the chamber that they've been keeping you in. Mm. Yeah, and you see all that stuff that's been scrawled on the walls by sixteen. Yeah, and I, I actually stupidly, I spent ages looking at it all, <laughs> trying to work out what it meant. It, some of it did actually mean things, and in the second game, you find out what some of it meant. Mm. But now it's becoming a bit like Lost for me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Lost, the first series of Lost really pulled me in. Yeah, there's a, fuck, there's a polar bear. Fuck, there's a polar bear coming <laughs> from. There's a horse. There's a guy in slippers. It's all kind of crazy. <laughs> and then, and then they do a second series, and you're thinking, hang on a minute, what happened to the telepathic kid? Yeah, he's just he's just gone. Continuity. Yeah, it was just all a bit weird. And then eventually, because they're not answering any questions, they're just giving you more questions. I lost interest. Mm. And Assassin's yeah. Creed, while the games are amazing, I think they maybe need to get a handle on the storyline a little bit. See, I think they've got to get a handle back on the, the the core element of the game, which was actually assassinating people stealthily. Yeah. 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 I always took issue with that though, because I I assassinate somebody from afar by like launching an arrow at them or something and yep. then i'd get a little cutscene of my guy giving him a hug <laughs> and have, having it having a bit of a chat i was Speaking like well i'm up on yeah i'm up on this hill up here <laughs> having a wave i don't know how we're communicating and they have a chat and then it and suddenly it goes back and the guards are all looking perplexed there's a guy there a minute ago giving him a fucking hug he's just gone <laughs> it never made that much sense i know lewis you're a big fan of the assassin's creed uh yeah yeah definitely i uh, i mean more the store i know zero plays a lot of the multiplayer and yeah he sort of dragged me into that with um <laughs> brotherhood but um yeah i uh i just sort of we're moving on to what i wanted to talk about earlier uh later but um yeah i just think that the whole series is kind of like zero said is moving away from what it was mm. um it's slowly losing the charm of um, Ezio and <clears throat> actually Altair. Desmond. Uh, yeah, and Altair. And, and Desmond's actually starting to become a fairly likable character as opposed to Connor, who just charges about <laughs> shouting, Where's Charles Lee? <laughs> but I've not played no dis- number three. For no discernible reason. Uh, the ending was very, very disappointing. Oh, was um, it? Oh, no. He's, no, he's not going to play it now. He's going to stop. know what he does. I enjoy the multiplayer, so that's where I'm going to be comfortable for a while. See, I like the multiplayer in Brotherhood, but I had to stop it because it was shit. <laughs> Is that that you basically have these two characters and you're hunting each other out? You can be, no, it can be loads of you. All right. You can yeah. be loads of people and you're all, you're all hunting each other out. It's quite good. It's like a really adult version of hide and seek with a stabby, stabby twist. <laughs> Yeah, I always get into Assassin's Creed with the intention to play it, f- play through the story, and I get about play for about half an hour, and I just start killing people, just anyone that I walk it's past. It's like Grand Theft Auto Syndrome all over again, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. 
If you're going to make me go so far to a mission, I'm going to end up getting distracted on my way to that mission. Ooh, shiny. And killing people. They've, yeah. they've started doing more annoying things with Assassin's Creed games as well. They started it in Revelations, and I don't know whether oh. they've done it in the third one as well, but they started adding things like stealth elements, and I fucking ate it. I really ate it. I've got a crossbow. I don't care that he's seen me. It really, <laughs> I, I don't care. And they, they keep doing bits where you need to sneak in and kill the commander. If the commander sees you, he'll run off like a girly prick. <laughs> and if he runs off, you can't take that settlementy bit that you're trying to take because you're supposed to kill him, yeah. right? But he's he's gone. Oh, you have Why to wait for him to come back. All of my assassins are going to move in. Yeah, <laughs> he turns up the next day. We're all eating waffles. What's he going to do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's not like he's going to walk up and we're going to go. Oh, you're back. Well, we'll clear out then. Yeah. No. We'll let you get no, it's the one thing they did do in that uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations, which was a tower defense settlement thing. Ah, oh, fuck that. Oh, it was rubbish. <laughs> What's that about? Uh, I'm so glad they dropped that from the third game. Hell yes. I mean, Brotherhood for me so far. I, mean, I haven't played the third game, so I can't. I can't say. But Brotherhood was the peak for me when they added yeah. all like the assassin training and sending them off for missions, and you could call them in to help you out, and then you could you could buy up half the city and be a mogul and all this kind of stuff. That was yeah. great. I loved it. Revelations. I haven't yet. I haven't even finished it because it's it's not different enough. It's just all the same thing. And you've got Ezio, who is a good character, and I enjoy playing him and I enjoy watching him. Mm. But sooner or later, you just kind of get a bit bored. Yep, I definitely can agree with that one. Yeah. Okay, I've got one more little bit. Um, the last of a Rock Band DLC song has been revealed. And oh, God, what yeah. a disappointment. American Pie as their what? final song. Yeah. If there's a song that really does not need to be released. <laughs> yeah, the Don McLean 71 classic, American See, Pie. I'd have been all right with that if it was the Weird Al version. <laughs> Anakin guy. Yeah. I could have rocked out to that. Well, I mean, they've done so well. 275 weeks. Every week, a new track pack has been released. Really? Yeah. That's, that's, some, that's some support for the uh, 2007 rock band. Yeah, not yeah, a lot of Weren't they all quite expensive? The actual games themselves? No, the uh, the, the DLC. Um, they're uh, roughly 160 Microsoft points, I think, each. Yeah, they're not so too bad. Well, that is in real money. I have no idea what that means. I stay away hey. from Microsoft points. Microsoft you can... <laughs> Nice thing is, you, with that sort of support level, you just sort of pick and choose the tracks that you really want to play. Yeah, I've still got Rock Band 3 and uh, my guitar, and every now and then I'll just go in and have a look through all the new songs and just download a few just play them See, I, I really wanted to feel bad about myself so I got Rocksmith and nothing makes you more humble than Rocksmith <laughs> is that the right than to play I, guitar for real yeah, yeah that's that's the one <laughs> yeah I've got a guitar I bought a guitar for Rocksmith I've got, I've got four videos up on YouTube of my first four weeks <laughs> Uh, how it how it went and everything, and it's all right. It's, you know, I know I know a few chords and stuff. I can strum my way through through a few songs. The problem is that the people who made the game hate you. <laughs> they hate you. No, seriously, I'm not joking. The, the people who made the game made the game obviously play guitar. And what happens is you start getting good. So on the other games, on like uh, Guitar Hero and Rocksmith, you set a difficulty. Yeah. Easy, medium, hard, bollocks. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're on bollocks, you know that your fingers are going to fall off. <laughs> if you're on medium, you're probably all right. Your little finger might have a bit of a dance, but you know you're all right. <laughs> this doesn't do that. As soon as you get a handle on a song, it makes it harder. Oh. So you're, you're playing and going, oh, I'm, doing, I'm doing all right here, doing all right here. And suddenly it'll go, green, 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 purple. And you'll, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? I lost you at green. 
and and it doesn't every and then eventually it will kind of it will take pity on you and go oh sorry i thought you weren't shit and then it will put it back <laughs> to being easy and then you're like oh thanks for that so halfway through the song it gets better again you start playing it and then you, you're getting okay at that because it's just like red 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 weight of it yeah. and it goes great you've got this green 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 green, 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 green orange <laughs> oh, fuck me what's going on what happened to the purple no it's, oh, it's just it's just pain it's a, it's, it was a good idea, but I've got it. It was so much work that I've got to be totally honest. I stopped playing it. Yeah, I think a lot of people did as well. Could you play guitar before you bought it? No, no, not at all. I played Guitar Hero before I bought it. No, I thought I'd give it a go. I bought I bought the guitar. The guitar was only cheap. It still cost me probably less than a Guitar Hero pack. Yeah, would have yeah. would have cost me to buy the game and the. Uh, and, and an actual guitar. So I'm not, you know, upset about it. And I now know nine chords that I could whip out at any available opportunity, you know. But that's not really got me anywhere. I <laughs> <laughs> know some chords. That's about it. <laughs> so, yeah, American Pie, last level song. Charles Lee. Charles Lee. Charles Lee. Charles Lee. Charles Lee. Charles Lee. Charles. Charles Lee. Charles. Charles Lee. Charlie. Charles Lee. Charles. 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 Oh, peace, Charles. Charles Lee. 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 Peace, Charles. Cool. And now we are going to talk about our top three. It's going to be a regular feature this week. We are going to talk about the top three bids in gaming. Yes. Um, and <laughs> Really? Let's start on a high note. God, I hate to think what we've got for future weeks. Rich is, Rich is going to score everyone's, uh, everyone's bid suggestion. Yes. And we'll, um, we'll take it from there. Excel. I'm firing up Excel. I'm a beard, <laughs> a beard chart on the go. You may want to get Google Images open as well. <laughs> yeah. So I know who the hell half of these people are. <laughs> are we going to go with really obscure beards? You don't get points for the most obscure beard. <laughs> Zero. If you want to kick off with your okay, first, I'll kick off with my top three beards. Unfortunately, I'm going to go for the sort of poser category here. <laughs> the not so sexy, big full beards, but I'll go for the 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 poser style. So. First beard I've got is going to be Cervantes from the Soul Calibur series. Keeping in with the Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, and the Pirate theme, let's throw in some Cervantes there. Keeping with, with two massive swords. That's the one. Uh, the, pist- uh, the sword and gun pistol sword. Yeah. Fantastic character. I absolutely love them in the game. So he's got to be up there for one of my choices. Okay, hang on. For the purposes of scoring... Who the fuck is he? <laughs> he would be Cervantes from Soul Calibur. S I R C E R V A N T E S. We're all furiously Googling now. <laughs> yeah, I'm Googling my arse off, I tell you. <laughs> and no idea who this bugger is, but I'm going to check out his beard. Look at that beard. He gets, oh, he looks like uh, oh, Davy Jones. Yeah. There is right. Davy. <coughs> and that's probably the only one with a full beard I could probably mention the rest go for sexy little beards <laughs> which will be if there's one guy who could make me gay it would be Ezio Aditore from Assassin's Creed Revelations oh, he's, he's looking a bit older 
He's hitting all the high notes here. <laughs> I hope you guys have got something to follow this up. <laughs> and for the last choice to get the bit of the rope bondage action, John Marston from Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh no, he's got an accent as well. <laughs> Points for accent. <laughs> John Marston's is a rough looking beard. But... I've got that nice scary detail and some. It's been worked over a bit. Yeah. I'm being very harsh on the scoring here, guys. I hope you're aware of that. <laughs> I have to be, because half of these beards are just so top class. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have right. problems. That's, that's me. Who's up next? Uh, Ross? Yeah, I'll go next. Uh, my first choice, and if this doesn't win, then I'm not doing another podcast with you guys, is Dr. <laughs> Dr. Light from Mega Man. Oh. This is a truly epic beard. I said to the guys before we started recording, it looks like a, a cloud that's attached to his chin. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm worried now by that reaction. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, did they ever make a 3D Mega Man with him in it? Oh, God. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I see your points get multiplied by dimensions. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, how this, that's how this works. <laughs> Pixels uh, only le- yield you a certain amount. Right, okay. My second choice would be uh, Dominic Santiago from the Gears of War series. He grew a beard. Oh, I think yeah. That's for number three, maybe two. Yeah, when he had wife remorse. Yeah, exactly. The beard is a. Obviously, uh, people with beards are very sad and lonely people. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not, that's not a thick and fast rule. If you're a happy person with a beard, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> And then sticking with the uh, the theme of sad and depressed people with beards, uh, Ethan Mars from Heavy Rain. Oh, very nice. He, uh, it's a very, obviously the game itself looks gorgeous and his beard is top class. It's just it's a top class beard. <laughs> it really is. It's not really, it's more stubble though, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's not come in it's fully yet, is it? It's not come in fully. No, it's, it's, it's working thought, on it. I just thought he was a bit lazy. <laughs> he, had, he had more things to worry about. Okay, Lewis, what's yours? Cool. Uh, right, my first one is... I can't even remember now. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> oh, wow. it, my first one is LeChuck from the Monkey oh. series. Nice. Very See, I can't tell if he's researched beers or if he's researched me. <laughs> <laughs> can't be LeChuck. The, the standard beard or the flaming beard? The flaming uh, well, beard <laughs> of doom. <laughs> Yeah, um, probably the flaming beard, I think. Now that I've said that, it's going to be a flame. <laughs> if I'd have said goatee, it'd have been all over it. Um, second up, I have gone for Zangief from Street Fighter. And more recently, Wreck-It Ralph. And more recently, <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph, yeah, indeed. That's a um, beard. Yeah, it is... A, a pretty beastie beard. The beard and uh, mohawk combo is a, a winner. Yeah, and yeah. he's got a little mini beard in mm. the middle of his chest as well. <laughs> <laughs> got a little follow-up. And third and finally, the man that is Gabe Newell. <laughs> Thank you to Jim Jam 707 from Twitter for that one. But yeah, Gabe Newell's beard is his recent beard he looks like does that count 
Yeah. <laughs> Does that count? The problem is he had to he had to have a beard because he looked like an egg. Yeah, I think he's grown that to give himself some sort of chin. A chin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he's just got eyes, a nose, and a neck. <laughs> right. So, okay. That's yeah. your choices. Yeah, they're they're your choices, Rich. Jesus. Well, the problem is that Lewis was clearly winning, and then he shitted it up. <laughs> right. Hang on, I'm going to top these up. Oh, 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 we still won. Lechuk <laughs> <laughs> and Zangief were just too good. Do you want me to break that down just to shame you guys? Who's the first, second, and third characters we got here? Well, okay. So, well, the highest character was Lechuk. Yeah. Uh, with and Zangief was a close second. I. I know that there's a couple of the other ones, but LeChuck is so LeChuck was amazing. Yeah, the whole the whole series was fantastic. And Flaming Beard, you can't beat Flaming Beard. No, true. Zangief technically has three beards, <laughs> <laughs> so he was he was uh, he, he got up on points there. Uh, and then it was Doctor Light. In at third. Doctor Light came in at third with Ezio even with him. Oh, see. Just, just my. Not everybody's going to agree with that, but shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to score it, so tough. <laughs> I post pictures of the top three beers then on the yeah. Facebook page. Excellent. And Lewis wins. Lewis wins. But he doesn't hear that very often. <laughs> Get over here! Uh, next up, we're going to talk about uh, what we've been playing the last couple of weeks. Um, and Rich, if you want to kick off for us, please. Oh, I've been playing loads of stuff. <laughs> I've mostly been playing Minecraft, um, but we switched. I switched from playing um, Tekkit, which I've been playing for ages, to Feed the Beast. Okay. Loads of been gone on about. Do you guys play Minecraft, Lewis? I know you play Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, can you just um, just give us a quick rundown of uh, Tekkit for those of us who, or for those who may not know what uh, what Tekkit is? Okay, like me. So Tekkit. To you, right, take it. So Minecraft, yeah, effectively, you mine shit and then you craft stuff with it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> tech it goes, right, well the stuff that you can craft, you can make like tables and craft crafting tables and swords and armor and some stuff like that. Nothing really complicated. Right. Somebody at some point went, Oh, do you know what Minecraft could really use? Oh, what's that? Nuclear fission. <laughs> <laughs> so effectively, they've add, it's just it's a pack of about eight or so different mods that adds ridiculous stuff to it, like proper proper complicated stuff. So you've got pipes and quarries and and you've got sorting boxes and you can colour your pipes and automate everything and it can literally go incredibly crazy. You can do some really complicated things with it. I've seen people make massive machines right. that automate so much stuff in Minecraft. Feed the Beast is another pack that's similar to Tekkit that kind of merges together loads of different mods for Minecraft. Um, but it's Tekkit had a load of problems that never really got addressed. And Feed the Beast is kind of where people have drifted now that they've got a little bit bored of Tekkit. So that's where I've gone as well. Um, but it's, it's really hard. <laughs> You've got so used to something for so long. Moving to something that's similar but basically completely different is really hard. And there's a prick called Greg. If anybody else is playing Greg Tech, uh, playing Feed the Beast, you'll know this. There's this mod that they put in called Greg Tech. And Industrial Craft, which is one of the main mods in Techit, is quite difficult. And a lot of the crafts are quite, quite hard to, to get together. Right. Greg. What, Greg? 
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Basically did. Was he woke up one morning and went, it's too fucking easy, that is. <laughs> and he made everything really fucking hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it takes everything that you know about tech it just makes it balls to the wall difficult <laughs> but it's it's, it's good because it's challenging so that's keeping me entertained so yeah that's feed the beast and i've been on that with a couple of the other guys we make youtube videos and stuff just plug that plug that in there um i've, and I've never been playing, played minecraft never played minecraft no. you haven't lived i don't I, I, I look at it and i don't understand it there's a few things that you've got to have done to you in life right <laughs> Right. <laughs> you have to watch the Matrix. Yeah. Check. You have to have had at least one blowjob. Check. And you have to play Minecraft. Check. Like that. <laughs> worried. Check. Yeah, definitely check that. Your checklist in life scares me. <laughs> I think it's pretty straightforward. I don't ask for much. But I've seen I've seen people that say they've never played it and they play it for the first time and that's it that's literally all they play after that I think I'm more scared to play it than anything else because it's because it's so flexible because there's so many mods for it and so many different ways that you can take it yeah it's it's not one game it's whatever you make it and that's the that's the appeal because yeah you like there's a Hunger Games mod for it where literally people you start off and it's just like the Hunger Games you start off on podiums and. The, uh, the siren goes off and off you go <laughs> and you run to the cornucopia in the middle and try and pick up some stuff or die and then, or just run into the forest and try and stay alive and it's just it's not like you're playing minecraft yeah the graphics are minecraft but it's you're not playing minecraft anymore you're not crafting yeah. you're playing the hunger games just in a minecraft environment mm. that's the appeal of it and there's a fallout th- mod and all kinds of stuff i think the best mod that i've seen uh is probably the team fortress 2 um, yeah, mod where you you for all intents and purposes are playing Team Fortress Two, but in with a Minecraft skin over the top of it because they recreated yeah. the entire Dust Bowl map. Um, there's loads, and that there's, was there's a portal. There's a Portal Two mod that gives you portal guns and the little turrets from Portal that talk to you. <laughs> and all I've kinds not seen of stuff. that. After have a look at that one. That's in that's in Feed the Beast. Oh, wow. Excellent. And there's oh, Twilight Forest, and there's tons of stuff. It just completely transforms the game. That's the, that's the appeal of Minecraft, because it's not one game. It's whatever you want it to be. So if you're getting kind of bored with it, you load in a couple more mods yeah, and effectively play something completely different. Yeah. So that's my main focus at the moment, because I really enjoy Minecraft. So we're, we're trying Feed the Beast, and we're trying a couple of other things as well. But we, we do challenges. So rather than just playing the game... Yeah, we people put up like on the forums, they put up challenges and they say, right, 
So you have to build a school, for example, yeah? The yeah. first part of this challenge is you're colonising a new island, you need to build a house, you need to have a, an outdoor privy, and you need to build a school for the kids. You are not allowed to use this material, this material, and this material. Go. And to progress to the next stage of the challenge, you have to f- fulfil all the requirements, and then you move on. And right. it adds like an it adds an element of focus to it. Yeah, I don't know. It's diff- if you've not done it before, it's difficult to explain. It's like trying to say sell WoW to somebody who's never played an MMO. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that, it's that kind of thing but yeah so anyway moving from Minecraft <laughs> well next month's pub when they ask me what I've been playing and all I've played is Minecraft I'm going to play yeah well that's fine that's <laughs> fine there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> and then I've also been playing DayZ you must have heard of this yeah yeah zombies well I I bought the Warzy before it all oh. went a bit pet before nah. it went pear-shaped. <laughs> <laughs> you silly twat. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't to know. Is this, a, is this the game that you... It's like a massive online community, but you can die at any time. Someone can kill you and you lose all your stuff. And we're thinking of yep. something else. Pretty yep. much, yeah. That's it, you die. The, the, the map, the default map, is called um, Chernerus, is effectively 35 by 35 kilometres. Right. So if you wanted to run from one side of this thing to the other, which you could do, it would take you a couple of hours, just over a couple of hours. It's it's an investment in time, this game, because there are vehicles, but they're so rare that most of the time you spend running between cities or towns, and you don't even find anything that good. And you could play for hours and avoid zombies and get some really good stuff, and then you won't be paying attention for half a second, or you're stuffing a tin of beans in your face, and some twat will shoot you in the back of the head. <laughs> and then that's it, game over. You've got to start all over again. And you, your body does stay there if you die, so if you get unfortunately turned into a buffet by a pack of zombies, <laughs> you can run back to your body and pick everything up. But because the island's Sebastian big, by the time you've respawned, you're miles away from wherever the hell it was you were. Right. So you will lose all your stuff for the most part. The first couple of times, if you do go to play it, the first couple of times you play it, the first couple of times you die, it will kill you. A little bit of you will drop off inside. (laughs) You'll never be the same again. But after you've died a few times, it's not so bad. Once you've got past those first couple of deaths and accepted that this is going to happen in this game and it's just part of the game, it's not so bad. But for the, the, I mean, the first time I died, I had a full-on rage quit. <laughs> I was here. I was off. Oh, Jesus. That's so what I, when I've heard about it. That's, what I th- that's what's going to happen to me as well if I play this game. It, it will happen. And the stupid thing, annoying thing is, is you, it will happen for the stupidest reasons. <laughs> you will die because you, <laughs> because you were walking along and you were like, oh, look at that. There's a tin of beans, <laughs> There's a tin of beans there. I'm going to have that tin of beans. So over you pop. And you realise that the tin of beans attached to a guy with an AK-47. <laughs> wow. He's clearly stuck a tin of beans in the middle of the road in some yeah. kind of Ethiopian snare. And I'm, <laughs> I've fallen straight into it. <laughs> so I made a couple of rookie errors really early on and ended up dying quite badly. Right. But it's good fun. Right, I've waffled for too long. Somebody else needs to jump in. Zero, over to you. No problem. Um, I've actually, for the first time in, I don't know, since the launch almost, I actually managed to turn on the Wii U and play some games this week. Yay! <laughs> Nintendo will be so happy. <laughs> yeah, well, they actually released a game that I consider worthwhile playing. You know, Zombie U was a good idea, and I, there, was, there had some nasty flaws in it, but 
They released Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on it, and that's a game I've been waiting for. There's nothing more exciting about the complete grind fest <laughs> and co-op mayhem that is Monster yeah. Hunter. And now you talk games with Ultimate at the end of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, this game is absolutely phenomenally huge in Japan, Far Eastern markets. It's getting relatively well known over here. I've got a few good friends who play it, but. The game is infuriating. It is absolutely <laughs> infuriating at the highest magnitude. Now, we're talking about... You can be going... The element of the game is you arrive at a village. You're their monster hunter, as the name goes. They send you on crappy quests from collecting mushroom, mushrooms to slaying dragons. Right. That's quite a steep difficulty curve, isn't it? <laughs> and Actually, the game has a very fucking steep difficulty curve because... You don't go up in levels, apart from your online hunter rank, where you can attack even bigger fucking monsters. Mm. But your level consists of you have your health, you have your stamina, survive. <laughs> um, you will be fighting Jurassic pigeons at fart fireballs for 40 odd minutes, and it will still kick your ass. You know, try and play the single player game. They tone the difficulty down a bit, and you think you're doing okay. You know, you can take out the farting pigeon of doom. And then you think, okay, I'm going to go online. And you go online, and, or as my experience goes, when I couldn't find anyone to play with, I will go tack on, take this pigeon thing on again. And they ramp the difficulty all the way up. It's not a case of the monster that you're killing in a couple of hits. You know, on the single player, all fair and good. You play on multiplayer, it takes seven hits, not two anymore. Then so the it doesn't of... ramp up the difficulty with, with extra people. It just no, no. puts the difficulty up to a certain level and expects you that you've got friends. Ex- exactly that, and expects you to have the weapons and armor to deal with it, which you don't have. Because <laughs> you're still sitting there with your toothbrush going, what? Yeah, why did they make a prehistoric pigeon? This is what I'm... <laughs> I got stuck on that for ages. Oh, yeah. It's also got a frog throat and belches fire. It's got some fantastically badass monsters. But the grind comes in after you kill them, which you do with a group of friends after I realized that fighting a monster for 50 minutes, 50 minutes, and then dying, that console Jesus. almost went out the fucking window. I was going to say, this sounds like some Ninja Gaiden territory. You know... You mess up. It's all down to timing and skill because you're never going to get more health. You're never going to get more stamina. And as you're playing, your stamina does go down. So you've got to like eat rations and health packs and keep everything up. It's a grinding hell because to get your next weapon, you now need X amount of items. Three of them you can get from this monster if you kill it and get a lucky drop on the loot. Uh, three from another monster and one from somewhere else. So you keep playing and you keep cycling these monsters with different groups, trying to level up your armor, trying to level up your weapons. And at the end, you're that's all you're left with. And elements, I cannot understand why this game works because all you're doing is grinding for weapons, fighting harder monsters that are going to kick your ass repeatedly for almost an hour for very little items to get your next weapon to sit there and masturbate over yourself thinking, oh, look how pretty I am. <laughs> but it works. I, I can't okay. figure it out. But you're sitting there. I, 
I turned on yesterday, and I'm saying this is like nine hours later of solid gameplay of what I was hoping to be, you know, I'll do a quick mission here and there. But you will play repeatedly just trying to get that next item that you're looking for, trying to get that little bit to increase your armor, get a better sword, and there's a shitload of monsters, a shitload of swords, and a shit ton of different playstyles, and that's where the game makes its element. You know, you're playing online with four people, everyone's got their different types of weaponry and it just works so that's been my week and i'm, I'm going to continue on to this. this this game will suck 200 300 hours out of you easy what is the uh, what's the online like with the wii u is it easier than the wii <laughs> with the <laughs> easier bit. than sticking your cock in a grinder because <laughs> <laughs> it, it never worked for me on the wii trying to play mario so Kart. far i've had no problems with it you know you've got the sort of network it's called network mode you go in it basically comes up like a you know almost an irc sort of lobby prompt where you sit and choose which world you want to go into you know, if it's a free play world or right. expert mode world or a beginner's world and then you check which room you want to go into and the rooms are populated by one to a hundred so you pick a high populated room and search for a game and just jump right in okay is there voice chat is, there is voice chat which i only discovered yesterday when my my <laughs> lap started chatting to me which started, <laughs> I, was, oh, I, you know, I hate it when that happens <laughs> yeah sorry i had the wii u and it started like talking to me i was like it, it talks the, oh microphone's on shit is that all done through the control the like the, the, the smart controller yeah, exactly. The Wii, the Wii U controller. I didn't realize. It's, yeah. yeah, it's got a nice microphone. And it sounds really well, actually. It does actually play fantastically. But the good thing about the multiplayer lobby is, as I said, you're, you get certain items from different types of bosses. Yeah. Or hunts, really. And you can search for people who are doing the same hunt. So you're not just going to go with a pug group and like wish for the best. You can pick a group who's hunting the same objects or the same monsters you need help with I right. just repeat to do them so are there not loot problems though do you have to fight over <laughs> loot or does everybody get their own stuff everyone gets their own stuff um, okay. so you basically once you've killed the jurassic pigeon you start carving up the body and everyone gets about three carves or x many carves out of the body so you're all working together it's pretty fun this time, yeah so is the Wii is the U taking it in a different direction, or are they sticking with that? Because that sounds like... It's, it's a bit of a mix at the moment. Now, with the Wii U, it's gone, there's not a lot of first-party content out at the moment for it. You know, we've got the, the very basics of Super Mario Brothers come out, but mm. this is probably one of the first Nintendo titles I actually know of that wasn't released with a, a Mario Kart or a Mario Party. And these still, I'm pretty sure, haven't been announced yet. I know Pikmin has been a few others haven't you know it launched with zombie U, which you brutally smash zombies skulls in <laughs> you've got monster hunter U, which is a grind fest at an adult level gaming style and if they have any brains about them you know nintendo got the license for fatal frame which is called project zero over here yeah yeah that will work so well with the wii u given the camera system it sounds so, like they've got much more adult games. Now, treat me as if I'm somebody who, who knows nothing about the Wii U, because I don't. Um, <laughs> yep. Does it play Wii games? Yes, it does. And so, so can, you, can you tether a regular Wii controller to it? And actually, the, the, the standard Wii controller, sensor bar and everything is included or is required for a lot of the games. It's one of the annoying things I had when I bought the Wii U, which was... You know, I got on launch day, I thought, great, I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i got my Zombie U, I've got my Pro Controller, I bought this party game, which isn't compatible with the new controller I got. 
it requires the regular Wii remotes. Uh, right. Right. So well, I, I thought that was a bit shitty. Yeah. Uh, Ross. Uh, yeah, I don't. Playing? I think we might not have as much discussion about my games as uh, your guys because I've been playing uh, NBA 2K13 on the Xbox uh, 360. I'm not a massive NBA fan, but the <laughs> career mode in this is truly amazing. It's the best career mode I've ever seen in any game, especially right, a sports okay. game. Uh, you take a obviously you create a character. Uh, this is basketball, yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This Let's is go level. back to basics, just in case people don't understand what's going on. <laughs> what happens is, right, there's some sweaty blokes. In short, <laughs> throwing a big round ball around. Yeah. Yeah, you create a character, and you, you take him through the, like, the rookie showcase, and then you go through the draft, you get drafted by a team, and you just build your character up from there. Uh, every game you play, you get awarded um, these VC coins. Um, and then you use them to build up your player and certain skills, like uh, shooting, uh, rebounding, etc. Um, it's just so the level of depth they've gone into with commentary. Because after every game, you have a press conference, and then depending on what your answer is, that affects your teammate rating, your overall popularity with fans, and things like that. Um, so in the next game you play, they'll reference what you said in the previous press conference and talk about things that like that. Sounds pretty impressive. It is. It's the presentation of it is truly stunning. 2K have done a fantastic job with it. It massively beats um, EA's efforts with FIFA and Madden. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's a sports game, so it's not going to appeal to anybody. A, a vast majority of our audience, no. <laughs> uh, but something our audience may want to check out is a game, an indie game on the Xbox um, Xbox Live called Arcade Craft. I don't know right. if anyone's heard of this. Um, you basically you start the game and you're given a um, your own building to which you build your own arcade inside of. So it, it, as it scrolls through the months, new arcade machines become available. Uh, you have, obviously you have a budget, so if you can afford them, you buy them, and then you set the price uh, for how much each game would cost. So kind of like an arcade tycoon, then. Yeah, it's literally yeah. what it is. It's a management sim. Theme hospital with an arcade. That is basically 100% what it is. <laughs> that sounds... <laughs> I'm going to look into that. It's really fun. It's only 240 points because it's an indie game. Obviously, there's no um, uh, achievements linked into it, and I'm a bit of an achievement whore, but uh... it's one of the few games I've actually played where I'm not bothered about achievements. You don't, you don't do a great deal in the game. You're basically just scrolling through. You're hitting all the selling points here. <laughs> it's really weird though, because you you just you're just flicking through your machines, pressing the Y button to uh, um, take all the coins out of them that people have plugged into them to play the games, just to build up your well, overall sounds, money. Sounds, sounds enthralling. <laughs> it really is. One thing that I wanted to bring up actually quickly: Microsoft points. Yes, I got. I never buy anything on Xbox Live Arcade simply because it, I'd hate Microsoft points. You got to buy something. They want seven hundred and fifty Microsoft points. Yeah, yeah. You can only buy. 800. What's that in? What's that in money? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now I went on the other day and they had this game sale, so you could buy downloadable games. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were it, the, the the values were in cash, yeah. not in Microsoft points. Hmm. So can you buy things in cash, or when you go to buy it, does it tell you that you've got to buy Microsoft points? Um, those games, I bought a couple of games from there. Um, that it the value was cash. Why don't well, they do that for is, everything? 
No, this is the thing with the Microsoft, especially with the games on demand. You can either be, pay in cash or in points. Now, when you bring up the payment screen, there's I think you press X. It says convert to Microsoft points, so you can choose which one you oh, prefer. So you get to choose now, so you never used to do that. It was always just points. This, what, but that's what only for on-demand games, not for oh, the arcade games. Yeah, the arcade games oh, right. are solely points, aren't they? What yep. annoyed the hell out of me with that is the arcade games are always just shy of the amount of points that you buy in a bulk. Yeah. So if you buy, the, I think the minimum amount of points I could buy or the, the right amount of points I could buy was 800. I think I bought a Penny Arcade Adventures episode one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it was like 1,600 points or something, but I could only buy 1,800 points. <laughs> so I've got 200 points left over. And they do it on purpose because they know full well that another game will come out and you'll go... Well, I've already got 200 points, mm. so I don't need to spend that much, I suppose. But they time out, don't they? Do they? I wasn't aware I didn't, of this. I didn't know this originally. They fucking time out, apparently. <laughs> Do they? Eventually, they're just like, well, you're not fucking using me, so I'm off. <laughs> Bollocks to you. <laughs> I have go never heard that. I was like, really? Do they do that? I don't know. I've, I've started, I stopped using them, to be honest. I bought that, and I was like, I don't want to guess at how much I'm spending. Steam have got it right. Tell me how much I'm spending, mm. and I'll buy it. Yeah, I bought Left 4 Dead 2 on Steam the other day, because it was £3. Not if, yeah. if, if it was like yeah, 700 really Steam points. Sales on Steam. Yeah. The console consoles need to catch up with this, because the, the stupid thing is, is the PC is the, it, arguably the easiest platform to pirate games on. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. You don't need to... It's really easy. I'm sorry, we don't need to say it. Yeah, but all you've got to do is sail off to a website that's got a bay and you can download anything that you want, pretty much, yeah. and crack them and, and play them. But Steam's thriving. So all of this argument from the console manufacturers that piracy is killing the computer game industry, mm. Steam's doing okay. Yeah, I They're don't... making plenty of money. And do you know why they're doing it? They're not charging us ridiculous amounts of money. No. no. When a brand new game comes out, a brand new game comes out, it's 50 quid on a console. You go to Steam and day of release, it's like £32.50. Yeah, I want to buy the new SimCity, but Origin... That's a bit too expensive. Origin, EA aren't quite there yet. £49.99 <laughs> it is yeah. on Origin. Yeah, Origin. I got that. I can get... Um, you can get it on Amazon for at least £15 cheaper. Yeah. See, I don't feel Origin. so bad. I bought mine from Origin. I don't feel too bad because due to the fuck-up, they actually gave away the games for free, some other games. So oh, I got right. Battlefield free for free. That's not too bad. Yeah, so it's like, well, okay, I paid over the odds for the game, but yeah, I got another one for free. Mm. It's still changing too much, though. Yeah, definitely. Have you actually been able to play it yet, though, Zero? Yeah, I've actually had no problems at all. You know, they've solved these problems within the first week. I've had zero problems playing it since then. So yeah, hearing now that some city's working, then maybe I'll, um, I'll actually bite the bullet and go and buy it. Yeah, it's, um, like I said, I've been playing most of this week. It's been... Really good. It's, they ironed out all the problems they had with the servers and spacing in the first week. Yeah. So from it, from that point on, there's been no issues whatsoever. You've just been signing, getting to the game. The maps are smaller, which a lot of people have been complaining about, but it mm. does add a bit more strategy element to it. You've got to be a bit more precise on what you really want to be doing with that sort of town. Yeah. But so far, I actually really recommend it and highly enjoyed it. Yeah, they fucked up, but Good guy, yeah. They gave away free games to anyone who experienced it, so no problems. Yeah, I'm looking at the. So room. for the under, 
sorry, for the uninitiated, just quickly in case anybody's thinking about getting it, this thing's online only, isn't it? You have yes, to be online right. to play it. Mm. So you, you, there's no offline mode. If you don't have an internet connection or if you're planning on using it on your laptop when you're out and about, you can't do that, can you? Because all your save games are actually stored on a server. Yeah, that's correct, yeah. That's, that's the thing that puts me off the most about it, is that it is on, uh, online only. Yeah. So. I thought that about Diablo 3, but, and they had the same problems at release. But after they'd ironed them out, actually it wasn't too much of an issue. I mean, they fuck their game up in a completely different way, but that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a, that's but a, a yeah, beside the, the point. One thing you have to know is, even though you're online, if your internet connection suddenly drops, you're not going to get booted off. Right, okay. Um, what seems to be happening is there's like a callback to the server every 20 minutes, which for an update. Right, right, I see. And that's so, saved game on the server. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, some people, if you get in the wrong time and they get a disconnection, it can be bad, but... If your internet suddenly drops out, you won't notice it. No, that's okay. It's like a flying cache. Yeah, I've had my flatmate reset the router and I didn't even notice. I (laughs) carried on playing. I didn't get booted. It was all fine. It's a single-player game. You shouldn't have to notice. It's not something that you should worry about, really. Mm. That was what put me off with Diablo because that it did. It did kick you off. Yeah, I've had that. So, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, okay, that's, cool. that's pretty much all I've been playing or want to uh, be playing. So. <laughs> is, it, is it complex? So SimCity, is it as complex as the old SimCities were? No, it got it's, all of really, the... it's, it's made it a bit simpler, to be honest. It's You don't need to build up or designate, you know, put houses here or put all the pipes there. You simply build a water station and it pipes them to all the houses. You build an electri- electricity station, it pipes it to all the houses. You oh, make really? a grid space. You make a grid space and you say, I want houses to be here. And people turn up in houses. That's what annoyed me about the old ones, putting the pipelines down. That was I such do, a Do you know what? I actually process. liked that. Really? I actually liked no, no, that. No, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I was all up on that because if you had a natural disaster, you had to think about all of your infrastructure. You had to go, mm. right, what roads are broken? What pipes are broken? Where doesn't have power? Yeah. It added to it, I thought. But, I mean, it's, it's, there's different things in this, though, isn't it? Because there's different economic things that you've got to think about and... There's complexity in different areas. I think they've just refined it, haven't they? Yeah. They have made it a lot more simpler, but it's a lot more enjoyable, more fast-paced, and I've got a really, there's a really easy tip to get really quick money as well. Oh. <laughs> now, hang on. <laughs> we want to enable people? Is this something that we want to promote here? Well, it's not breaking anything, and it's completely within the game. It doesn't cause anything bad, but... Yeah, here you go. You get your taxes go out every hour. So as soon as you got your your townhouse up, you can manipulate your taxes. Now your tax goes out every hour at three minutes past. So if you pause the game at two minutes past, hike all your taxes all the way up through the roof. <laughs> Unpause. Time skips to four minutes past, and put it all back down. You get paid a lot of money, nobody knows. <laughs> and they're all happy about it. Interestingly, happy about that. that's what Labour wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, where, that's, that's the direction that they were trying to go in. But people were saying, no, they'll, they'll spot it. <laughs> that actually works. And it's a great way at the very early stages. Right. I'm just going to put this out there. If you use that, if after listening to this, you use that, I hope you feel a little bit hollow inside. <laughs> and I hope you, you cheat. <laughs> uh, Lewis, what have you been playing? 
Um, well, just before we move on, I don't know if any of you guys... I know, you, uh, Ross, you quite like the top-down kind of those sorts of strategy games. Yes. There is um, an open-source version of Transport Tycoon Deluxe. Ooh. Um, it's called Open TTD. I'm sure you can work out what those letters stand for. <laughs> um, yeah, you can download it from openttd.org. Nice. Um, I've just... Uh, Drop the link, and I'll uh, drop the link into Facebook. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is so, that yeah. cross-platform or is that Windows only? Uh, I think it is just Windows only at the moment. All right. Oh, yeah, I would imagine if it's open source, that you could probably run it on Linux as well, or whatever. Yeah, I was just wondering. <laughs> is it one of those deals where you need to get the files from the original game to play it, or is it just full no. blown? No, it's a full blown. It was originally. Yeah. Um, oh no, it's. Mac compatible as well, so yeah, I think it's cross-platform. But yeah, again, um, on a Mac, you don't they will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need um, you don't need the source files either. It is a, a full standalone game, oh, right? So yeah. Um, anyway, back to what I've been playing this week. I finally finished Assassin's Creed Three. Hooray! only been out since november um no pre-november whenever it came out but yeah what finally finished it um disappointing i think if anyone very, follows, very... follows your twitter they would be aware of what you think yeah um it just like i said earlier it, it it's connor stampeding around the colonies shouting where's charles lee um <laughs> Like I've sp- said to a couple of my Twitter followers, it's he isn't what Assassin's Creed is about. They've gone for um, brutality and ferocity over stealth and cunning, and it's just not for me. It wasn't what Assassins what got me into Assassin's Creed, mm. the series. Um, I haven't had a chance to play the multiplayer yet, um, not properly anyway. Um, is it the same style but, as the previous games? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Zero is well up on the um, on the multiplayer for Assassin's Creed 3, even though he hasn't actually finished the <laughs> or even started <laughs> the story. Did you actually play the story of uh, Revelations? I've got to, I've I've just become Connor, so I, I've got to played a little bit of it, about an hour and a half or so, but mostly the multiplayer stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, I I think I'll probably carry on playing it to do the side missions um, when the disappointment subsides. <laughs> <laughs> the when I've awesome. stopped crying. <laughs> Come back yeah, on the I, multiplayer and love it. Basically. Um, yeah, and I'm going to try and hop into the multiplayer and, uh, and probably do some either do some live streams or do some recordings with uh my man zero and anyone else that wants to hop in um Mm. yeah other games i've been playing the last couple of weeks Uh, i started playing warhammer 40k dawn of war uh on yeah i bought it as a part of the humble thq um bundle Bundle. (laughs) yeah (laughs) The THQ Humble Bundle, that's what I was trying to say. Um, 
never played it. Thought it was going to be like uh, Space Marine. Actually, quite a good game. Yeah. Quite enjoy it. It's again, it's uh, top-down strategy, like akin to Command and Conquer, but with a different skin. I'm sure lots of people will disagree, but right. that's a sort of a loose, a loose that's description a of it. From it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a good game. The sequel's really good. Really good. Uh, yeah, I've got those as well. I haven't had a chance to play them yet. But, but you've got um, Dawn of War two. Mm-hmm. And the Dawn two... of War two is is a better game in my opinion. It's more about squad based rather than because the other ones are you build an army, you've got a base, you build a big yeah. army, you expand your base, and you send waves and waves of bad guys at, at the enemy, effectively. Yeah. 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 Dawn of War two is more you build a, a concentrated squad. Mm-hmm. Which is more kind of what Warhammer on the tabletop's all about. You build yeah. a more concentrated squad and you actually use tactics and cover mm-hmm. rather than just waving tons of people into the into the battlefield and it works really okay. nicely. Yeah, I'll um I'll give that a try this afternoon then. Uh I've got the two expansion packs for it as well, Retribution and Chaos Rising. Uh that one of one of the guys on Twitter uh sent me the links for, so uh the codes for. So yeah. Oh Clark uh, gave you- yeah, he gave me um, the yeah, gave me Dawn of War and Homefront. Which He's is a the other bug, isn't he? He is. <laughs> as a He's side a note, yeah. As a side note, with Clarky, uh, he is trekking up Ben Nevis uh, later this year um, for charity for cancer research. Um, you can go and donate to him at Just Giving dot com forward slash c clarky 89 i believe yeah um if not we'll put Give it on the it facebook money. page it's a great like charity it. and it's a great thing to be doing mm. yeah definitely, definitely. and um, if you don't give him money you're effectively promoting cancer <laughs> so shame on you you bastard <laughs> yeah um the other game that i be, I, I started last night uh home front oh it's uh it's Shit. it is <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I'll just one, that in there. one it's shit two it is a first class attempt at propaganda yeah it's just yeah uh, yeah i don't think i'll be playing that for much longer i'm american and america's great <laughs> the <laughs> stupid thing is though red dawn which is a film effectively that's really similar mm. granted it's a remake oh, it isn't there a wasn't there a, a podcast that uh, recommended <laughs> Red Dawn? I think there may have been, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it. That was great. Do you know what? One of the reasons that I didn't watch Red Dawn originally was because I played Homefront. <laughs> I was like, nothing can be this bad. I played Homefront. We Three of us sat down in front of the Xbox and we put Homefront in. I got it from Love Film. It was one of the games they sent me. Yeah. And it, <laughs> I've, never, I've never returned anything so quick in my life. <laughs> we, we put it on. I played it. Played it for about 20 minutes, passed a pad to one of my mates and said, I can't, I can't understand what's going on here. Either I, I must be playing this game wrong. You try it. <laughs> so he was watching me and he started playing it and he passed it to the third guy. And we all just went, this is just, it's just bollocks. <laughs> so we turned it off. Well, I think we played probably an hour and a half total, but it was just rubbish. There was, so much, oh. <laughs> there was so much advertising behind it. I think that got a lot of people excited when it came to the actual game. They kind of uh, forgot to put work into that. Yeah. But um... it was it was it was a great idea, but it played so stupidly. It was like running through soup. <laughs> if you've ever 
it's really weird. You you used to a fast person like a fast paced first person shooter. I nearly fucked that up then. Fast paced first person shooter, and it was literally like you were in mud mm. the whole time. So you suddenly hear somebody like jump out going, oh, it's a door, and you'd be like, oh, bollocks, there's a Korean there. And you'd go to find a car or something, and your guy's going, hang on a minute, I've got fucking arthritis. <laughs> That's the worst Korean I've ever heard. <laughs> Not the nicest Koreans, though. Oh, you mean my accent? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Koreans sound like, <laughs> to be honest. Pardon? Yeah, Mianhamnida. Can you say? Can you say? There's the twat shooting with that gun. <laughs> there's a twat shooting with that gun. <laughs> In Korean? <laughs> no. Well, half the game when I was playing it. This is the biggest problem. The the people, the the AI was so spasticated mm. that they'd see you and go bollocks and just kind of they'd shoot in a completely different direction like they've just had a premature ejaculation and then just run at you but in a really roundabout kind of way so the people the actual koreans weren't very scary at all but every now and again as if the designers of the game knew this they put this sentry tower <laughs> have you played this? have you played this ridiculous and there's you got all these koreans running at you and you've got like a slingshot and you're taking them out left right and center <laughs> And you step out from behind the car thinking, yeah, Korean bastards. And suddenly this, this sentry gun just goes, there he is, bang. <laughs> and you're gone. You're gone. That's just it. I don't know why the Koreans were even there. They should have just parachuted in a load of sentry guns. Anyway. Right. <laughs> I didn't THQ go bust not long after that. Oh, one thing <laughs> yeah. that I, while we're on first-person shooters and we come back to the story of the zombie thing, one game I have played recently was that zombie... Sniper Elite 2 zombie, Nazi zombie thing. <laughs> Highly recommend. If, if anyone's played the Sniper V2 yeah. game, they released mm-hmm. the zom- Nazi zombie add-on, and it's fantastically oh, wow. great. Is it, oh, it doesn't take some of the fear away from zombies if you're taking them out at range. <laughs> They do bulk up the numbers quite heavily, so you may be sniping one at a time or one bullet for three of them, but there is like 40 coming at you, which does more than make up. And they fire guns at you as well, which is... Zombies fire guns? He's a resident of zombies. Yeah, captain zombies with mini guns and skeletons. It's a different take on the whole sniping front, but... Very fantastic for a zombie. I love the way that they use Nazi zombies. So many people have done this now. Yeah. As if Nazis weren't bad enough. <laughs> Do you know? Let's make them under. Let's make them, let's make them eat you. Because <laughs> regular Nazis, they weren't that bad. They were that whole Jewish thing. We'll get over that. That's not a problem. Let's make them eat people. And, and in turn, make more Nazi zombies. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody's bought into this. This is a great idea. Fucking hell, I don't know why we didn't think of that before. Nazi zombies is great. <laughs> yeah, what else have you been playing, Liz? Uh That's pretty much it, to be honest. I, I also started Deadlight the other day. Um, not that overly bothered about it. No. Really? I so wanted to get that. I uh, th- There was another game called The Showdown Effect, which has not long come out, and I played the beta of that, and it's, it's a kind of side-scrolling 3D game very similar to Deadlight, but it's more fast-paced and crazy. <laughs> And off the back of that, I saw Deadlight and thought, this looks really good and really atmospheric. So I, I very nearly got it in one of the Steam sales, but you're saying it's not hmm. great? Well, I don't particularly enjoy it. The only game I've really played that's got that sort of noir vibe to it is um, Limbo. I don't know if any of you guys have played it. Yeah. 
Um, and ever ever since, I, I just nothing really compares to it. To oh, right. So, kind of Limbo, whilst it is a brilliant game, um, has kind of ruined other games for me. <laughs> it's like Ocarina of Time. Yeah. It should huh? actually come warning labels on the front of them. <laughs> Ocarina of Time and Final Fantasy VII and other games like that. Warning, playing this game will make all subsequent games seem a bit shit. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much all i played this week. So, um... Hello guys, uh, Producer Ross here. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you've made it this far, then very well done. Uh, we're almost done now, so I won't keep you much longer. I'd just like to say, uh, head over to manonthepost.com to check out uh, all the other podcasts that are available on this network. And uh, make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, on uh, Libsyn, on our website, which is readyplayer2.co.uk. Look out for exciting competition coming soon. Now, on to the end of the show. A lot of the guys that I've been recording with this afternoon have got their own um, their own separate projects that they they well they want to plug. Um, <laughs> there's no point in uh, being ways. around the bush. Yeah, they want to. I've been doing ways. it. I've been doing it all the way through. <laughs> if you go back and play this backwards, yeah, every every now and again you'll hear me going, "Go to YouTube." Uh. Well, as you've been doing it pretty much the whole episode, let's start off with um, let's start off with you, Ross. Yeah. Um, well, this podcast is the newest addition to my network of podcasts. Uh, imaginatively named the Man on the Post Network after the name of the first podcast I did. Uh, so we we have a football podcast, Man on the Post, and we have a movie and TV podcast called The Wednesday Club, uh, which Lewis has been on, and uh, they come out weekly. I think this podcast will be maybe fortnightly, possibly monthly. We're not sure yet. But, um, yeah, if you head over to manonthepost.com, uh, all the information about all the podcasts I do are on there. And you can download us all from iTunes. Um, Rich? Uh, I, most of the games I play, uh, all, the, all the crap that I've been waffling about in this, I record. Not all of them. Most of them. Um, and me and the guys that play on Minecraft and Torchlight 2 and uh, Terra Online and Daisy, we record everything and I've been systematically uploading those to YouTube for anybody who wants to watch them. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's probably, it's probably going to be the best thing that, that you'll ever put in your eyes. <laughs> so it's, it's, worth, it's worth going to YouTube and watching it. Um, it's that's youtube.com slash newbie5, N-E-W-B-E-5. Which is one of the one of the many names I go go by, but yeah, there's going to be loads loads more content going up there soon. We've got Daisy that we've got to cut together and upload. To be honest, it's taken me more time to cut together all the freaking video and upload it than it is to play the games. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. And Zero does have his own side projects, but uh, they're kind of on hiatus at the moment, aren't they? So yep, they're they're taking a bit of break at the moment as I sort of get into the new content but you can find my existing assassin's creed multiplayer content up there it's youtube forward slash zero blade c-e-r-o-b-l-a-d-e and you'll find a whole host of multiplayer assassin's creed through the versions content there cool um and well i think that's that's just about everything so that's goodbye from me ross yes goodbye from me um this podcast uh, when it comes out make sure you review us on iTunes
Uh, goodbye, goodbye from, from Rich. Me. Yes, it's really good goodbye from me. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if you've got this far, well fucking done. <laughs> yeah, you win. You've done really well. <laughs> Give yourself a pat on the back. You deserve it. See and you guys last, next time. And last but not least, goodbye from me. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.